Welcome to Internal Review. I'm Adam Vitcavage, a writer whose work has appeared in Pace Magazine, Volume 1 Brooklyn, The Millions, and a few other pop culture websites. Today's guest is Lauren Strange, who fronts a band called The Pretty Killers. She's an award-winning musician based out of Nashville who was about to release an amazing cover of one of my favorite songs from the 90s. I don't want to ruin what it is, so I'll let her explain it. You know I hate long intros, so let's just get right into this. Hey Lauren, how you doing today? Going good. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we, like we were saying before we started recording, we are finally to get this going. You, uh, you've you been pretty busy lately. Yeah. Let's just kind of start with um, a little bit back in the day or previous stuff before we get into this amazing cover you're about to release. Um, you won some awards. That's pretty cool. You want to talk a little bit about that? Let people know what you're all about? Sure. Um, well, I've been a part of several projects and kind of uh I started writing on piano and kind of started entering songs into competitions via old school audio cassettes mm-hmm. uh when I was about 9 or 10 um cuz I grew up in Memphis and there's a lot of music a lot of music history there so there yeah. are opportunities um you know for songwriters uh there still too but um kind of got started with that uh, my mom lent me her tape recorder and I played a song and like won the county whatever for my age group, which was kind of cool. And then um, later in college, I really got kind of more serious about songwriting. And um, after a really bad breakup, I decided to enter my songs into like every contest I could get my hands on <laughs> and wound up winning a bunch of them. <laughs> so I got the, the better end of that breakup. But um, yeah. <laughs> Won the uh, the John Lennon uh, International Songwriting Competition uh, for this song I wrote called Jump, and it's still on my band camp. Um, it's kind of alt country, which is very far from what my band is playing. You know, seven years after the fact, but um, but I used to be part of a, a alt country group with uh, my college best friend Brenna, um, and she's got some really cool stuff out too, Brenna Erickson. But um, yeah, and then another one of the songs off that EP won. Um, American Songwriter uh, Lyric Award, the um, first prize for that. So they sent me a really awesome Martin guitar. I use that all the time. And the John Lennon Songwriting Contest, I won the Lennon Award for that category. And they sent me a, a John Lennon uh, signature Epiphone Casino and hmm. all kinds of other great stuff. And um, a certificate that I won from that actually allowed me to press my last record uh, for free uh, so I could have physical copies. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of integral in uh, my move from Memphis to Nashville. kind of gave me a little more confidence uh, to help myself kind of know, oh, I can do this. <laughs> so yeah, That's awesome. I, I found it fascinating when I was reading about you and like how I found you. It was just you did the whole songwriting contest thing, which is completely different than a lot of people who are just, not that you didn't hustle and play a bunch of shows, but you really yeah. took like a smart approach to it, which is, I think a lot of young singer-songwriters and musicians could learn that there's, you don't just have to play dive bars. You could really hone your craft and try this right. songwriting thing. Um, are you still doing that sort of thing, trying to submit songs to like, competitions? Are you just now focusing more on the let's play shows and get out there? Well, I actually just got my first cut here um, in Nashville uh, with an artist named Sierra Ray. She's cutting this song I wrote. Um, called Salt, and I'm really excited about that. It's going to be on her new record, 
Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing with uh, the songs that I love, but don't really fit with what my band would play or what I would release. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to kind of pitch those and kind of put feelers out um, to kind of play the game in Nashville. Um, not really. I mean, play the game is kind of a, a weird turn of phrase, but um, to be able to do what I want to do and do it authentically. And um, like Sierra has such a beautiful voice and will really sound great on those songs. So it makes me really happy. Um, and I'm still, you know, I'll go out and play uh, wherever and hustle. But yeah, I've always been of the uh, work smarter, not harder mentality. Although I do try to work really hard. Oh, of course. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the whole writing for other people, because again, not many people are necessarily doing that or you don't know who's doing that um it's more right. in the, it's more in the rap game where you hear like ghostwriters and whatnot or not ghostwriters co-writers so sure. sierra ray is a, like a country musician yeah she is cool mm-hmm. yeah because i'm looking you brought up your band camp and how your ep is still on there and it's uh it's funny like looking at your photo of you in boots looking, i know not, not like a taylor swift knockoff obviously but you're very uh, an attractive female who's a country star or what, a country musician, and now the, the photo next to it is, like, completely different night and day. So are yeah, you still writing? The... Yeah. Are, like, <laughs> is most of what you're doing, like, country stuff then? Like, for other people? No, um, because really the song isn't a country song. Okay. It's very much just like a... I feel like in the past couple years, I've gotten into, like, a, every song I write sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song, which is not a bad thing. No, not at all. Um, it's also kind of like you could go kind of Nebraska, like... With, I mean, I'm not saying I'm as good as Bruce Springsteen. I just mean, like, uh, his songs in some ways are kind of hard to pin down in, jo- in genre. Like, mm-hmm. um, so w- with the song Salt, and I'll, I'll have to send it over to you. Yeah. I just have a demo. But um, it, uh, I don't know. And so much of today's country is really, like, rock mm-hmm. and really has to, you know, or, like, uh, kind of, southern type rock not like leonard skinner type but more like tom petty like ryan adams just stuff that you could take it and make it a pop song or you could take it and add somebody with like a pretty like country voice and country because i'm not really into writing uh i mean i I don't write anything at this point since i'm not like uh 40 hours a week songwriter like Mm -hmm. i'm not doing co-writes with people and trying to like create stuff for other people it's just kind of happening like naturally on the side just because I write a lot. Like whenever I have the time, I'll just write and write and write. (laughs) That's awesome. So how does like uh, the relationship with Sierra or someone else, how does that form where you, you have a song that doesn't really fit your band? Uh, Do you just kind of put it out to some friends? How does, how does that uh, relationship work? Yeah. Well, I'm i I'm friends with her producer Mm, Okay. and um, I haven't really tried it's kind of weird to pitch yourself (laughs) being an independent artist is strange and I've always tried to kind of I remember hearing something about uh Kate Bush like pretending to be her own manager and like her own publicist and stuff and so I took that from like my teen years and I was like okay like if you want somebody to take you seriously you have to be professional and um so it's hard sometimes to um for me to ask somebody, Hey, will you, you know, listen to this? Like, do you like this? Do you want to cut this? Um, cause I'm not used to doing that. Um, cause I just write for myself, but, mm-hmm. but I just hit him up and that's honestly the first time I've ever oh, asked cool. somebody 
about cutting something. So it made me feel pretty good because, like, an hour later, he was like, she loves it. She wants to cut it. Um, so, awesome. so that was pretty neat. Is that something that you are kind of interested in going forth in the future? Uh, maybe co-writing with people, making that a, a thing? Or how do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love co-writing. Cool. Um, like, uh, like my friend Tony, who um, you interviewed recently. Yeah. Um, he's really great to work with. We haven't done a ton of, like, starting from scratch writing songs together, but he has such a good ear for it. Um, and uh, and my friend Carla, who um, her band name is Kappa, and she just released a new EP today. Oh, cool. But, um, we've worked on some stuff together and, um, and I love, I love working in the pop world. Um, I could go back to like writing with people in the country world. I just really love writing. That's I just awesome. really enjoy it. And, and I would love to do more of it. Um, and being like a classically trained musician, I've always wanted to write stuff for like scores for, yeah. you know, TV shows and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm hoping to get to the point where I can just do anything related to that full time that's awesome so moving forward a little bit in your career you won that john lennon songwriting contest in like 2010 right yeah and then a few other contests and then you formed your band the pretty killers in 2012 yeah well you know i'm not really sure i uh around there yeah around around there yeah um and and that's when I moved to Nashville and that's, too. So that's the big move. And you were like you said, you released a country EP, and then the Pretty Killers is not country. No. No. What was the? How come you did that sonic shift to that more, like not hard rock, but like rock? Uh, yeah. Was that just you were in tra- like? I mean, you're growing up. We all have different tastes. Totally. Yeah. So. Um. um well, honestly, when I wrote jump um i'm trying to remember the other two songs on that ep like i was listening to like a lot of david gray and a lot of piano stuff and i used to write on piano all the time mm-hmm. but then i got really scared of being branded as the girl playing piano yeah with, there's nothing wrong with the girl playing the piano no i just that is just not what i wanted to do personally um so when i wrote that song jump that was the one that won all that stuff i literally sat down like in front of my computer with my guitar and Windows sound recorder opened. And um, I was just like, I, I just want to write a pop song. Like I'm going to try to make a song like Taylor Swift would write. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to make this like a poppy song and just do it because like I am able to kind of get in. I mean, I have not ventured over into like R&B and that kind of genre, but I can hit just about any other genre if I just sit down and kind of get into the mindset because I listen to so much music i just consume it (laughs) so it's it's easy to kind of well i I feel like the more i consume the better i create i know some people are the opposite way they'll go on like media fast when they're writing but i just like to be um immersed in it all the time cool cool and you released uh the three song ep say yes uh two years ago roughly yeah, yeah, December of 2014. So, and and those songs were so much older than when I got them recorded. I mean, I probably wrote those, you know, pushing eight years ago. Oh wow, wow. 
Yeah, just because, uh, I mean, I really, really struggled uh, when I moved up here. I moved up here with, like, no money. I had a job, but um, it, uh, I mean, like, I was teaching piano and guitar, but it was just really tough, you know, like, straight out of college, mm-hmm. moved, like, New Year's Day, did that whole thing, and I, uh, I've always, uh, like, took a lot of pride in, in making my work good, and if I was going to put something out, I'd rather have quality over quantity, mm-hmm. and um, and I was also kind of figuring out because um, I didn't really have much studio experience before I moved here. I mean, I had a little, mm-hmm. um, but then I started working in studios, like doing studio background vocals and sessions and stuff like that. And I really got to know, you know, more about guitar tones and players and different styles and just stuff I had never experienced or known about in Memphis. So it took me a while to like a get the money to do it Mm -hmm. um and then b to kind of really discover what i wanted those songs to be and and now i feel like whatever ep i'm gonna put out is gonna be you know the best thing um i've been able to put out to my capabilities so far and i'm really excited to be working uh, with tony on that yeah so you've for the past few years have just been working on an upcoming ep that's just still in the works yeah, it's still in the works. I've had some weird uh, health stuff kind of mm-hmm. happen that's kind of sent me back. Um, so I'm really excited to be uh, starting to do better and um, get back into doing that because it's it's tough. It's really frustrating as a musician. Like uh, if like your voice isn't working, like I had pneumonia last year for like a long time and it was crazy. Um, so, but at the same time, like, I always push through everything and just, I'm like, well, if I can't sing, I'm going to write, you know, I'm going to do this. Um, and so now hopefully the turnaround for new material is going to be a lot quicker. <laughs> well, what's kind of the, the, I mean, before we get into this cover that you're releasing next or on the 23rd, what's kind of the plan for like an EP? Do you have a date in mind or are you pretty far off from solidifying something like that? Um, well, I know, Tony and I are looking to release a new single, uh, which is a song called Good Person, um, hopefully in early October, because cool. uh, we're going to knock that out. We've got some time set aside next week, and uh, we've kind of like done pre-production on the songs that we're going to do, but I'm really excited, because uh, it's kind of a departure from the last record. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not like a huge sonic shift but it's just uh i think i think overall it's going to be better and it's really great to have somebody that i know and trust producing with me because i essentially produced a lot of the last record and i didn't know what i was doing um so having somebody who's really experienced and whose ear i trust um is going to make this whole uh experience go a lot faster and the fact that he and i are just playing all the instruments basically um so hopefully uh, early October, I'll have that for you. Awesome. Um, so it's kind of a sonic shift a little bit. Let's just talk about the cover you're releasing real fast, and then we'll sure. kind of go back into your music. So you're releasing a cover of one of my top five favorite songs from the 90s. And so oh, awesome. like, like legitimately before we started talking, I was like, we were texting or whatever. And I said, I've been listening to it nonstop. I think I listened to it 10 times in a row and I'm still not sick of it. Thank you uh, so much. So you're releasing a cover of the Cranberries' Zombie. What yeah. made you 
I mean, it's the, one of the best songs ever, so it doesn't matter. I'm assuming that's why. But why did you pick this, yeah. and why did you decide to release this? Um, well, I'm going to confess to you. I think it was – well, it was one of, like, the first songs I ever pirated as a 12-year-old. Um, and that song, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin, and the first song was uh, uh, Next Year by the Foo Fighters. But um, I just – like Dolores from the Cranberries is so cool. Um, and the Cranberries is just such an awesome band. And I feel like, uh, that song was just so powerful and so political. And the video is just extremely powerful, which is part of the reason that I was like, I can't shoot a serious video for this because, I don't feel like I could do this justice and what needs to be said, like has already been written and said, like I wanted to, you know, obviously do my sonic take on it, but that's why I had uh, my friend Rachel help me do a uh, laser cats uh, video for it. Um, which is in a little bit of contrast with the heaviness of the song. But, um, but yeah, I just, I love the cranberries. I, uh, yeah, I think it's one of the best songs ever written. So, um, and it's also one of those things where it's like uh, people would come up to me after the show and be like, oh, man, your show really reminded me of the Cranberries. And I was like, that's the one of the nicest compliments. So thank you. <laughs> All right. That's enough teasing. Let's listen to Zombie covered by Lauren Strange. You're going to love this one. Here it is. That was just a quick tease of Zombie covered by Lauren Strange. You're going to want to buy this when it comes out on September 23rd. Check it out at laurenstrange.com. Lauren, is this something that you play a lot often, or is it just something you recorded and wanted the world to hear? Yeah, we did for a while, um, because I've sat on this cover for a minute. Um, We did for a while, and now that we're just playing as a three-piece, it's a little more tricky to, Mm -hmm. because you really need two guitars. Yeah. Um, and our lead player, Sam, 
moved away and he's the one uh uh sam roberts who's doing the uh, guitar solo that's so awesome like I, I love it he just he just sat down and did that. i mean i think he did three takes and it wasn't because he messed up it was just like i was like oh can you add this and we'll have the you know guitar parts like come to unison and then split off and it's like yeah like no problem <laughs> so well, that's awesome and it's like it's a pretty straightforward like it sounds like you know it, it could be the cranberries playing but it also definitely sounds a little bit different where lauren strange has her little take on it it's Oh man, I, I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna fanboy out on you. I can, but like <laughs> I, I can't compliment you enough on this performance of it, and it's just stellar. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I, yeah, I was just hoping to to do it justice and and stay true to the original without you know copying. Yeah, Batum. I definitely think you succeeded in that. Well, thank you. And then, kind of moving forward a little bit, are your what are your your sound well that's not even what i meant to say what are your songs sounding like now um is it like if i listen to zombie will your new ep of your original stuff kind of go in line with that or how's it how's your new music sounding um well the record that i really want to make uh that i've been kind of talking with tony about like that song good person mm-hmm. um a lot of the songs that i've been writing like we used to be like kind of around the time of zombie. Like, I I mean, stuff is kind of different with live shows, you know, like it gets heavier, it gets hard. I mean, that's kind of like with seeing any band, like Mm -hmm. I've seen AWOL nation in concert and it's almost like seeing some like heavy rock band. Whereas like some of their stuff, you know, obviously doesn't sound like that at all on the recordings. But, um, uh, the record I really want to make is, um, I I've always, I guess probably my favorite band that I've ever seen live is Jimmy Eat World. And yeah. I love the record. Um, gosh, I think the record is work. I listen to it constantly. Um, but uh, it's the one that has work on it. Now I'm, now I'm second guessing myself. Um, but I just love that record because it it like gets a little heavy, but it's really accessible Mm -hmm. and their lyrics are just so good. And the hooks are poppy and like pure and really good. So I, I kind of draw a lot from that with having those heavy elements, like instrumentally, like I'm always going to have like a wall of guitars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It won't necessarily be to the level of zombie just because I haven't, written a song album is futures yeah futures yeah i was i was gonna i, I didn't want to interrupt you but yeah futures <laughs> no, Fu- 2000, no, I appreciate it. 2004 um, yes sorry yeah that's <laughs> like i i just i think that's just a perfect record um no and i definitely get the sound you're explaining because i mean bleed american or their self-titled from 2001 is one of my favorite albums but i would say i was introduced more to jimmy world in 2004 because that's when i was a freshman in high school and I was right. finally like learning music and my sister who's older was playing bleed American over and over again. I was like, yeah, this is good. But no, uh, futures is definitely, it has that. It's not really emo pop anymore. It's like right. emo hard rock, but that's not necessarily hard, but it is. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, and that's the, like, and I've also just always like worshiped the Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. like with color and the shape and stuff like that. Just, I've always really, admired rock bands that had something to say and just also that like 
you really connect with the lyrics. I mean, like riffs are awesome. I love riffs. I love guitars. I love walls of sound, but I love meaningful songs that say something to people. Like those are the songs that, you know, save your life. Those are the songs you go listen to when you feel bad or when you, you know, feel like your friends don't get you or, you know, you have a bad day. Like that's the stuff that means a lot. And music just means so much to me. And if I can, um, you know, provide any of that kind of feeling for somebody else through doing something that I love, then like I've done all I want to do. Yeah, definitely. I, I, that's what I really appreciate about songwriters who, a lot of people I think just, they like to perform and it's fun, but I like the, and I'm saying a lot of people are like this, a lot of musicians where they're putting a lot of effort into what they're saying, even if not everyone's catching what they're saying. And it sounds like you are on the same page with me as that. And I love, I love that. Uh, so with a good person, um, I think, uh, kind of is a good example of a song kind of like say yes, where, um, some of the musical, like melodic elements kind of sound kind of happy and there are a lot of major chords and I mean, they're, you know, it's say yes is in a minor key, but I just mean like there are a lot of kind of big sounds kind of like in some Jimmy world songs, but, uh, the uh, subject matter is, you know, really serious and uh, and dark. And so Tony was kind of pushing me like, well, I know what this song's about. Like, it's about this relationship that you had. And he was kind of pushing me to kind of go further and kind of unearth more of it. And uh, I, I was kind of resistant to it. And I was like, well, let's kind of see how this does. But I'm uh, looking forward to kind of really... Uh, getting kind of pushed more on some of my new material and really accessing um, kind of an even even darker side, I guess, as far as lyrically, just kind of, I don't know. Like, I I showed him the demo of this song I wrote called Brutal. And, um, yeah, it's really interesting. Some of the songs I've released are just kind of the more, uh, not really family-friendly necessarily, but just kind of more okay, this is kind of more comfortable to talk about, but I think really great songwriting comes from uh, being really uncomfortable. Yeah, being uncomfortable is a really important thing that songwriters need to be able to tap into. Uh, what other influences do you have? You mentioned Foo Fighters and Jimmy at World a little earlier. I've always been a huge Tegan and Sarah fan. Yeah. Um, that's never really bled into my music a lot. Um, I mean, like, kind of when I used to do more acoustic guitar stuff, maybe i just really enjoy them uh, i'm really excited about the new against me record big fan um really digging on tove low um i'm probably gonna release well i'm planning to uh record a cover of cool girl just kind of like electric guitar with some reverb and just kind of do a kind of you know kind of like a live recording of it um and put that up on soundcloud um trying to think really enjoy Tamarin. um she's really cool uh, she's known for like doing artwork for like the dum dum girls so she's kind of in that whole kind of vibey uh, kind of dark wave new wave kind of stuff and but uh i'm a huge like 
Eagles of Death Metal fan. Yeah. Like I love like Highly Suspect and the Virgin Marys and just kind of this resurgence of kind of uh, I don't know real rock and roll. You know where you can hear what people are singing and like I love plenty of bands that just like scream the whole time. But <laughs> like I, like I mentioned earlier, the stuff that I really connect to is stuff where I can you know sing the song when I walk around my house. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's uh, all I really had planned. Where can we find you on the internet? LaurenStrange.com. Um, how are we going to be able to download and pay for Zombie? Well, Zombie is only available for pre-order on Bandcamp, but as soon as it releases on the 23rd, you'll be able to find it on iTunes, Apple Music, um, Tidal, all that good stuff. You're full on um, releasing this. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm sorry if you hear my cat. He's he's really excited. His name is Bowie. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty easy to find on the internet for better or worse, because um, that is my real name. And you can probably find you know, some high school photos, uh, whatever anyone wanted to find. But I'm just Lauren Strange on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, feel free to add me on Facebook. I've got a band page on there too. So Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, go feed your cat or play with Bowie. <laughs> Whatever cats like to do. Cats terrify me. That's a, a secret of mine. <laughs> I don't tell many people. But uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. If if you're ever on tour in Phoenix, let me know. I have a comfortable couch. Many bands awesome. have stayed here. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Adam. I appreciate right. it. Thanks. You have a good one. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Lauren Strange for being on this episode of Internal Review. Remember to check me out on iTunes, Twitter, all that stuff. Go to vitcabbage.com for all my episodes. Like it on Facebook, whatever you want to do. Be sure to download Zombie. It comes out September 23rd. Uh, You're going to love it. The whole thing is amazing. Sorry that I couldn't play it for you. Uh, Thank you again for Liam McCormick letting me use his music now. You can find him as Yellowbird with three D's at the end. He's on the internet. He's pretty awesome. I'll see you guys next time. I have some cool bands coming up. Have a good one. Get out of here. The podcast is over. Seriously. See you guys next time.